Peak Wealth Management proudly presents the Trust the Plan podcast with Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot, where we believe by providing education and guidance, we can help you retire with peak confidence. Now, here are your certified financial planners, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And it's uh, kind of a milestone here, episode 200. Big, big milestone. Yeah, 200 episodes. Yeah. Yeah, we, we're... <laughs> Cranking them out. We're grinding here. <laughs> um, we don't have any like special topic for 200, okay? But uh, I think I think this will be a good one. Uh, we're talking about the war in Israel and how that affects the U.S. deficits. Kind of a double topic, okay? Mm-hmm. So first off, I got to tell you a story though. Uh, the other night we went out to dinner at uh, E.G. Nick's in Northville. Okay, I like that place. It's mm-hmm. not. As busy that's one of the things i like about it uh-huh. they had a nice remodel for the outside area which we were able to sit at mm-hmm. so something came over me when i was looking at the menu just nothing jumped out at me you know mm-hmm. and i know they have a, a pretty big menu and there's probably a lot of stuff that i haven't haven't tried yet right okay so i asked the server i said you know i want you to pick for me mm-hmm. like who does that mm-hmm. right <laughs> Well, they should know, right? They know what sells. They, you, you would know, think. They may have tried it all. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you'd think. So anyway, if you know me, there's one thing that I just will never, ever order. Uh-huh. The meatloaf. Okay. Like, I'm not, I'm never going out to eat and ordering meatloaf. <laughs> never once in my life am I going to do this. Yeah. And why is that? Because I didn't really like my mom's meatloaf yeah. when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, mom, you're making meatloaf again. Yeah. <laughs> so sure enough, she brings out the dish. Yeah. And it's the meatloaf. That's what they picked, huh? And I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, what have I done? I should have said, okay, bring surprise me, but anything but meatloaf, right? <laughs> You're very passionate it was the about funniest, that. Yeah. yeah, I am passionate about it. I don't like it, okay? Uh-huh. Just give me a burger instead, right? Right. And, and I've talked to people about this before, and they're like, well, you know, you're just making it wrong or whatever. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> I just don't think it's good. It's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's pretty funny, right? Yeah. Pretty ironic. I ate half of it. So <laughs> no. you tried it. You, yeah. You, you tried it. Made yeah. your mom happy. You I smiled. Play. You know, I, I, <laughs> I was a good boy. Okay. So uh, on a more serious topic, right, we have the Hamas and Israel. Uh, I think we can say it's a war now. And it's, you know, it's a devastating loss of life. And it's mm-hmm. just awful. And I, I think it's. You know, terrible. Um, but the markets, right? They're they're measuring financial loss mm-hmm. as opposed to loss of human life, life right? Yeah. And when the markets opened up uh, on Sunday, when the news was fresh, futures for the stocks were down a little bit, um, not terrible. Mm-hmm. And they actually rallied on the the first open day of the markets. You know, telling us that we don't the, the market believes that it's not going to be you know, a huge loss of, uh, of money, so to speak. Mm-hmm. There's also a, a uh, flight to safety with gold mm-hmm. and treasuries, and treasuries buying yeah. treasuries. Uh, also, you know, the price of oil spiked up a few bucks. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, you know, shows that there's risk in the region with oil flow. True. Um, but, you know, we don't know, you know, the market is, is, uh, you know, the entire financial world's best guess as to what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. And so right. 
that's the, that's what they're telling us is that it's not going to be a big financial loss. Okay, so we don't want to people to misinterpret that yeah, with the loss of, of life. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, what are your thoughts? Uh, we're recording, uh, you know, two days after, yeah, so it'll be a delay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the the events are tragic, um, but it is interesting to see how the markets have responded so far. Um, some of the other comments and things I've I've seen have. Because of the conflict, it's it's led people to think that maybe the Fed will pause its raising of interest yeah, rates, yeah. which is another thing that tends to be good for the market. That's what the market's been searching for is when are we going to be done? And that's why we had a, a really big part of why we had a bad September was that they thought, uh-oh, inflation's still there, the economy's still hot, employment numbers are good, they're going to have to raise again. Well, this conflict could potentially um, give them a reason or an excuse to to stop uh, raising interest rates again, which would be good for the overall market. Exactly. And as we saw on the first day of trading, right, the market opened up lower and then closed higher. I believe it was because of reports that Fed speakers were out there saying just that. Mm -hmm. And so it tells us that the market cares more about interest rates than it does about the war. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, interest rates, has been, it's been a huge driver, huge driver for the last several years to, you know, everything we've seen in the market. So if we can start to get some insight on it, because that's the only thing the market doesn't like is... Uh, confusion and, and things not being clear, right? Uncertainty. Yeah. So. yeah. And so the second part of this conversation is, right, just like Ukraine, right? We've, we've uh, you know, and I don't want to say invested or loaned. I mean, we've gifted. Mm -hmm. We've supported uh, Ukraine with over, I believe it's over $110 billion In aid. Yeah. In aid, okay. And so what happens with Israel, mm -hmm. right? Are we looking at another situation like that where the treasury has to come to help with aid right probably okay it, it wouldn't yeah i mean if history's you know shown us anything is that we're probably willing to hop in and send some money but here's the problem okay and i think this is getting to a tipping point okay mm -hmm. right when we've had low interest rates right you know both republicans and democrats have been spending like drunken sailors mm -hmm. i mean if we if we really go back to different conflicts and catalysts for debt, mm -hmm. okay, we got to think about 9-11 and the response to 9-11 where we're spending literally trillions of dollars in Iraq and Afghanistan mm -hmm. for decades. Right. Okay. Right. Remember, before 9-11, before the tech bubble, we had a surplus, mm -hmm. right? When Clinton handed over the baton yeah. to Bush, there was a surplus, yeah. okay? So in Iraq, the, the deficit started, okay? And, you know, there are several hundred billion dollars per year. Mm -hmm. And then uh, in the Obama years after 2008, there, were, there was, a, you know, maybe a couple trillion dollar deficit years. But then there was a, a lot of reduced spending. Like the Tea Party really mm -hmm. helped with reining in government spending. And so the deficits, again, were in the several hundred billion, maybe like 500 range mm -hmm. okay and then we get into COVID in 2020 okay yeah four trillion dollars yeah. of really debt ballooned. in that year mm -hmm. okay and in 21 22 you know not that much but still a tremendous amount we have a graphic that we're going to pull up here so make sure you're watching on youtube okay um and we can see now that on the year-to-date basis through september in 2023 we're at 1.76 trillion of net 
Treasury issuance already this year. Okay. And Janet Yellen has said in the fourth quarter she expects an additional one trillion in net issuance. That's that's coming right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the Wall Street Journal suggests we're going to be at minimum two point seven six trillion, which would be the second highest year on on record behind twenty twenty. Over year. Yeah. Okay. So again, twenty two thousand one, mm-hmm. huge catalyst for deficits. War, mm-hmm. twenty twenty, war on pandemic. Okay, mm-hmm. these two government responses are largely where we find ourselves with the debt. Okay, mm-hmm. like it would be not great, but these two things put it into a very bad situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, and like you said, and that compounded with the effect that now the interest rates are so high, meaning. Just to service the debt alone at these interest rates is going to start to be a real challenge. Yep. So between the, like like you said it, rates were like, you know, 1% in 2020. Mm-hmm. Now they're almost 5% yeah. in 2023. Okay. And so we can go through the story to remind everyone. We, Fed goes to zero. Uh, Treasury issues $4 trillion, mm-hmm. Okay. Gives it away to everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then inflation soars. So Fed has to raise rates to to help kill the inflation, and I think the inflation is coming down mm-hmm. um, pretty good. Um, instead of nine percent, we're in the three percent range. Mm-hmm. But as a result, now we have these high interest rates, and the Fed is suggesting, as you mentioned earlier, for a long time, mm-hmm. and we're the market is searching for the timing, like how long does that mean? Right. Okay, okay. So now, if the Treasury is paying five percent on bonds mm-hmm. on an extreme amount, well now all the tax money that we pay in is going to, you know, basically uh, interest on the debt, mm-hmm. Social Security, Medicare, um, like Medicaid type stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. and there's and, and there's very little that's actually discretionary spending by Congress. Okay, mm-hmm. so the congressman Matt Gates, right, who's like trying mm-hmm. to draw the yeah. line on spending, even if they cut spending across the board by twenty percent. It's not touching this yeah. deficit, okay? Yeah. So that's that's where I lead to the structural problem mm-hmm. with the government right now. And you know, if you add another hundred billion to to Ukraine and another hundred billion to Israel, you know, it's just not a great time. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm not going to take the argument. I'm just going to look at the math, right, yeah. and say it the math doesn't work, mm-hmm. okay? And so there's going to be a tipping point. So the Wall Street Journal article suggests. Not only all these things that we just mentioned, but can the market absorb all of this new debt? Right. Okay. Can the market handle it? It's a huge amount. Right. In 2020, right, everyone is flying to safety. Yeah. So we gobbled them right up. Okay. But right now, you know, it's, it's a different uh, economy, a different market environment. And so I don't see people, right, rates have been coming up. Prices are going down. There's not enough demand right now. Yeah. And they're going to be coming with more supply. And if they're going to issue more supply, right, that's just going to compound that problem. It could. You know, every market comes down to supply and demand. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Fed is not there to buy the bonds because they're trying to reduce their balance sheet. Yeah. But the Fed absorbed a lot. Maybe, maybe the Fed absorbed more than we realized in 2020. Yeah. So with rates up, uh, you know, it seems that there should be demand. Okay. But it just hasn't been happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love the idea of investing with 5% risk free. I really love that idea, mm-hmm. uh, but I think uh, you know the market 
you know, has been skittish about it? Is it because the, you know, the perceived guaranteed um, backstop of the treasury is less? Mm-hmm. Or is it because they're, they're looking at uh, more attractive rates with corporates? We'll have to wait and see, okay? But I think it was a good sign to see this week where treasuries finally got a bid. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because I think you're right. I mean, that's that oversupply problem could really cause some issues. It could. And, I mean, when was the last time we had the Wall Street Journal or anyone suggesting maybe no one wants these treasuries? <laughs> Never. Yeah. You know, not in our life. But it wasn't that long ago, too, that there was, you know, that there was another downgrade to the U.S. Right. So I think you could be onto something when you talk about maybe people are like, hey. We've had enough. <laughs> you know, yeah. The, the, the math doesn't look great. Yeah. So here's my, here's my solution, okay? Mm-hmm. And, you know, people aren't going to be happy about it. I'm not happy about it. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, there's going to have to be cuts. It's, it's, there's one of two options, okay? Cuts to Social Security and Medicare or more taxes to keep the benefits the same. Mm-hmm. And they're both bad options. Yeah. But there's no other way around it, mm-hmm. okay? And, and, you know, I also would like to call out all of the presidents and House speakers mm-hmm. and Senate my majority leaders of the last 30 years, mm-hmm. or I guess 25 years. Okay. Yeah. I want to call out all of them, throw them under the bus. I don't care if they're Republicans or Democrats. Mm-hmm. They've taken the, the debt from like $5 trillion to like $33 trillion. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's the damage they're causing is crazy. And when the when it when it really comes home to roost, like I'll be retiring and they'll all be dead. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it. There's my solution. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, don't forget. <laughs> we believe by providing education and guidance, we can help help inspire you to make great decisions so you can retire with peak confidence. And if you like, um, conversations like this, please subscribe and ring that bell and share with your friends and family. And we will see you next week. What a great episode 200, right? (laughs) Go down in history. (laughs) Peak Wealth Management thanks you for watching and listening to the Trust the Plan podcast featuring certified financial planners Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot. If you enjoyed our program, please subscribe and share. If you'd like to learn more about our services, please visit peakwm.com peakwm.com today. See you next week.